intervention nation where we blah 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 blah. Bloop blah bleep blah. It's just the, the right secret sauce, you know. <clears throat> right. Hi everyone, welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe that education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Holly Smith. Noisy neighbor or nosy neighbor? First of all, noisy neighbor or what was it? <laughs> noisy or nosy, yes. Noisy or nosy seems like a, what's that thing called when you're like warming up your voice? The, I'm not sure I wasn't a singer, but the la 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 Yeah, yeah, do re mi fa so la tattoo. Yeah, tattoo tattoo. Yeah, do re mi. Yeah, what? some music? Yes. Whatever that is. A tongue twister. Tongue twister, okay. That's what I was thinking of. Noisy neighbor. Noisy neighbor, nosy neighbor. I keep wanting to say newsy neighbor. Newsy. Like noisy newsies. neighbor or nosy neighbor. Yeah, so which one would you rather? Okay, so I kind of have a little bit of a noisy neighbor upstairs right now. So I live in an apartment building. You don't. No. So I think I would rather have a noisy one because I can turn on my TV and I can also complain about them. Okay. It, I think it's easier yeah. to complain about sound than it is to be like, this neighbor is off the rocker. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To your landlord. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But in a house, I don't know, is it different? Well, in a house, I'm the noisy neighbor. So <laughs> I, uh, um, I I think that would be a complicated question for me. I, I But I, I think I would want another noisy neighbor. Um, okay. Nosy, I, I don't want people, people staring over a fence no. and watching what we're doing in our backyard. Unless it's like tool time. Uh, yeah, Wilson, we're hit. Right? Wilson, yep. Yeah. All you ever saw was his eyes and his hat. They so. named the volleyball Wilson after the Wilson from the Tool huh. Time show. I don't know what any other connections to the show would be, but sure. sure. Yeah. You've seen <laughs> Castaway, though, right? Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. I think I've seen it maybe twice, and like I don't want to ever see it again because it's just like so sad. Yeah. Here we are back at our second podcast. Um, maybe our listeners aren't listening in order and they just discovered us, and we have like 50 out. Yeah, we have a lot out, and you the should be listening to us. us. Uh, this is the second one we made. That's right, second one we made. Um, but I was thinking, like, last week we talked, okay, maybe it wasn't even last week, was it like last month? Must have been last month, yeah. <laughs> last talked year. a little bit about, like, what we do, like, what, why we're doing this. Yeah. I think that's more. And I th- I can't remember if we talked about, as bad, I just remember what we talked about, but um, we talked about why we are called Prevention Nation. Yeah, and we just wanted to give you guys an inside look into what ARCS, which is who we work for, technically. That's and that I stands for what? <laughs> ARCS. What is that? Uh, abuse and Rape Crisis Shelter. So mm-hmm. um, I say that, that I work for Abuse and Rape Crisis Shelter. However, I've only been to our shelter one time. Yeah. Um, it's Me as well. Yeah. So, I mean, just to go and, like, say hello to staff and uh, view it, really. Because actually... Recently, we just had it renovated, and it's amazing. We can, I think we added, like, four or five beds. Yeah, um, and I think that'll lend to part of one of the questions that we have for our guests yeah. uh, about the shelter environment and culture there. Yes. So that, I mean, that's kind of an obvious one. I, um, back in the 80s, the Abuse and Rape Crisis Shelter of Warren County was founded. Um, we have grown a lot since then. I mean, I wasn't alive when this was founded, but Roy yeah, definitely was. I definitely was. <laughs> and and it, when it started, it was just a couple employees. It, was, uh, it yeah. didn't have anywhere near the... Uh, the diversity of services that are offered yeah, nowadays. So. definitely. And ARCS has morphed over time into having a bunch of different avenues that we can, you know, work for the community, work with the community, people who are, you know, in need of certain services, and then people who don't know that they need um, maybe prevention education. Absolutely. So, yeah, so, I mean, you know, and that just brings up a good point that a lot of people – 
uh, when we talk about prevention education and prevention work in general, um, that isn't something that's seen. And I think that's one of the virtues of prevention, but also one of the barriers to it, which is it, it's not seen as something that people need. It doesn't feel uh, it's not to the level of intervention. And they work primarily with people when after the fact that something's happened, yeah, uh, which or is right where, in the middle of. or right in the middle of, exactly. And our our shelter different. staff doesn't have time to make a podcast because no. they're, you know, working hard to make our shelter amazing for people who come in that need, you know, a shelter from the life that they're trying to escape. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think with legal advocacy, we see the same thing. There's people that are uh, currently in the tornado, in the trauma, you know, and that's, that's where their work has to focus. They have to be yeah. responsive at, you know, all hours of the day. Um, and I think we see that also with our counseling. You know, we have a counseling mm-hmm. uh, function here at this agency where where they're running groups. They're facilitating healing uh, through trauma. Yeah. Our guests that we have on have probably so many stories. We don't have time to tell them all. Yes. <laughs> but um, I know they have so many stories of intervention work and just like helping people get to a better place in life in general or advocating for them in the court system where that is such a scary thing. I can't imagine doing that i'm not made for courts but yes yes uh it is, is anyone, a very right I don't, I don't know if anybody is and it, it is a very different work experience but i know that there's they're still in the courts and they're still doing essential work of helping people um avoid violence in their lives and absolutely so. yeah they're not the ones i mean you're i think you're right they're not the ones running into the fi- the burning building into the fire yeah um, they're taking care of people when they come out. Right. Yeah, absolutely. They're the ones who they're responding to a, a a quiet phone call on nine one one that most people will never hear anything about, mm-hmm. uh, and having to respond to a hospital, having to work and handle, you know, tough situations and develop strong relationships, trusting relationships with victims on the spot in the moment of their trauma. I mean, and that's the stuff you don't see on the news. It's yeah. not a burning building. So. Uh, we also do batters intervention program. We also work mm-hmm. with men uh, who are looking to find new ways to and live. And women. And, and, and women. We, yes, we have uh, the WOOF program. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, legal advocacy. advocacy. Uh, exactly. Yeah. We'll figure it out between the two of us. Anyway, there's a group for women. Who yes. Who, yeah, who have uh, behaviorally demonstrate or resort to that toolkit of violence that they have been taught through a history of trauma themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's working with those populations to help bring them into a new space of, uh, I guess, better problem solving skills and a a bigger toolkit for how to manage stress. Yeah. So we told you guys that we had some guests coming in and we just want to welcome our first guest, the director of our legal advocacy team. That is a hard word to say, advocacy, sometimes. Yeah, that's a very difficult word but to say. I said it. Um, yeah, we have our director here, and we're so excited to ask you a few questions. Um, first of all, Roy has a fun question to start with. I do have a fun question. Uh, Which so, you didn't know about, but it's okay. Yes, it's a surprise <laughs> question. Are you ready? <laughs> I like surprises. Okay. If you could bring back one fashion, what would that be, and why? I like classic fashion that never goes out of style, so just keep it all. Okay, classic fashion, right? Everything goes with our legal advocacy director. Just kidding, not everything goes. There are rules. There are rules. There are rules. Roy currently has a, what do you call that? Uh, A newsboy cap. A newsboy cap. Yes. If anybody's seen Newsboys, you know what it looks like. Roy is clothed in classic fashion today. (laughs) Yes, kind of more classic fashion. Classic, casual fashion. Absolutely. Um, So we were talking to our 
people out there, all of our listeners, all 500 billion of them, about... There's not 500 <laughs> billion. Someday! I think we're probably closer to around five. Five. Yes, yeah. Can you tell us when legal advocacy here at ARC started? Well, I believe it started at the inception of the shelter. Okay. I believe legal advocacy has always been provided for the survivors at the shelter. And... I know our executive director likes to use the year 1984. So <laughs> I think that the shelter happened before, you know, was resurrected before 1984. But I do believe legal advocacy was provided um, at the inception of the shelter. Um, and as the agency developed, it just grew. The Victims of Crime Act um, was pitched like in the early 80s. And it became more prominent. Okay, well then, what what is legal advocacy, and how do you think it differs from when it first started out? Well, I think it differs a lot because laws have changed. There have been laws that have progressed to help survivors of domestic violence. Back in the 70s, um, even into the early 80s, law enforcement handled domestic violence um, much differently than they do now. Um, as far as how we've progressed, we've just rolled with the times. We um, are all trained, all of our, all of our legal advocates um, are registered advocates. Many of us have been in the field for a great number of years. Um, that We have thousands of hours of legal advocacy under our belt. Um, so. so is there like a state certification for legal advocacy? There is. We are certified through the Ohio Advocate Network. So there is a certification and it's lengthy. It's a lengthy process. I would hope to do so. that. Yeah. I mean, if I needed legal advice, I would hope somebody's pretty qualified. Well, the one thing that we do not do is offer legal advice. Okay. We're not attorneys. I was mistaken. Yep. We're not attorneys, so we cannot offer legal advice. Okay. Um, and we actually have a waiver that folks sign, but what we, I like to say, we're the tour guides of the court system. Okay. So if you need, um, a direction of how to fill out, let's say a civil protection order, or you're contemplating getting a divorce, but you don't know who to talk to, what steps to take, we can kind of give you a pathway to choose. So you mitigate a lot of the legal ease, that whole language within the, the legal field. You help them understand that in the processes. Absolutely. And then we also connect them with legal resources. So we have a direct connection to the legal aid attorneys who are wonderful. They provide our survivors excellent um, legal representation. And then we're connected with our local attorneys here in Warren County. So we know the, the really good attorneys and they know what we do. Gotcha. They're supportive of our work. They're supportive of our mission and they represent our clients well. Yeah. That is so cool. That's great, and it's so necessary. Uh, do you find that, um, is this, that population that you serve, are they mostly women, uh, or do you also have some men, uh, male population that you serve? We have a minor population of male survivors. It's mostly women, mostly women. Mothers, young mothers, old mothers. I mean, the age, domestic violence has no, um, it doesn't discriminate, so. That's what we've talked about a lot, how they, how violence intersects with almost everything. It doesn't matter your economic status or any any particular status. So, well, that's fantastic what you do. Thank you. How long have you been doing, uh, been the legal advocate director? 
I have been the legal advocate director going on five years. And prior to this, I came out of children's services, child welfare background. Ah. Absolutely. This is where I first met our legal director yes. uh, working in uh, the children's services field. Yes. Yeah. Well, everyone knows everyone, except me. I didn't know you guys. Our cubes sat next to one another. They really? sure did. Yes. Yeah. Wow. A lot That's of shared fun. clients. Mm -hmm. So Yes. Absolutely. That's really cool. Um, so, last question. What is your favorite thing about working at ARCS? There are many things I like. I think the one thing I love about it is I like to come to work in the morning. Yeah. I like coming back to work on Monday after the weekend, but then I like when Friday rolls around. <laughs> um, this work can be draining. It's challenging. It's rewarding. It's heartbreaking. Um, I love inspiring the women, the survivors that we meet. Um I love what we do. I believe in our mission. And I think that domestic violence is prevalent in our society right now. And prevention is much needed. Intervention is much needed. And to help a survivor go through his or her struggles and to assist keeping their family safe. It's an honor to do this work. It really is. What does self-care look, uh, look like for you? Um, gardening, yoga meditation, just getting away, unplugging my, you know, I carry a personal phone and a work cell phone all the time, just putting that work phone down for a minute, kind of totally unplugging, getting away. Um, our staff that we have, there's three legal advocates total, and we know when one of us needs to chill for a little bit. Yeah. And we, we give each other that space and support, and I think that's really important. That's got to be good, to have coworkers that know. Absolutely. Know you. Yeah, they're uh, they're a very uh, close unit, and you you support each other a lot, and that's we fantastic. Do. So do. thank you so much. I think it's an honor to work beside everyone that works here. I'm just like amazed at all of our different departments. I don't, is it a department? Who knows? Departments, units, units. Departments. units. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, One of the, we all yeah. make up just this better idea of what Warren County can be and Absolutely. what people's lives can look like. So. Thank you so much for visiting our... Um... Well, it is my pleasure. Thank you for doing this, and thank you for um, getting the information out about domestic violence and what our work is here. It's very important. Yeah. Hopefully, after today's episode, listen to uh, all the different things that we have to offer here. Uh, hopefully, uh, you will utilize this service if it is a service that you are in need of. Yes. Yeah, so. I hope that you guys are you feel more inspired to do good to those around you and, and see Okay, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, this has been another really fun episode to sit down and talk with our guests and just kind of help you guys learn what's going on over here.